Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirvan Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak at Shalom. We're now in Masachet Shabbat. Dafuamid Dalad Amur Aleph near the top of the Amud. About to take a look at this, the final Mishnah, Mishnah Zayin of the second parak. There's three things that you have to say inside of your house just before dark. Isartem, it's a question. Did you separate Masrot? Eravtem, did you set up the Eruvin? Hadlikuataner, and then light the candle. Now, safek chashecha, safek enachashecha, which inc- implies a little bit later than that, and we now have a time that it may be dark and may not be dark. We're referring to that as bein hashmashot. We'll get some definitions in our discussion. Ein ma'asrin etavadai. You can no longer separate ma'asrot avadai. Vein matbilin etakelim. You cannot put kelim into the mikvah. Vein matbilin etanerot. And that's why you have to say those things beforehand. Aval ma'asrin etadmai. You could separate the demai something we discussed at the beginning of this parak. Um arvin, you can do a rufin, and vatonin tachamin, you can take uh, hot food and cover it up to keep it insulated. Now, the first thing the Gemara asks is, what's the source for this idea of making these declarations before Shabbat? You'll know that there is peace in your house. There's Pasuk in Eov. Uh, and you will uh, tell your house what to do and have no sin. Even though we have a command, a directive to make these, uh, these quite ask these questions and make this declaration. You should say it in a nice way. So people will accept it. I never heard this rule. I just did it because it made sense. Okay, we have an internal, we have a contradiction to our Mishnah. So you say these three things before it gets dark. And before there's a safek of dark. And then we said, and then, in the second half of the Mishnah, we said that during that time of doubt, you may make an Eruv. So what's the solution? So we have a little mnemonic simon in the middle. Meaning, which have an association da'oraita. We have, of course, Rabbi Kiva's opinion that the Isra of Tchumen is da'oraita. Therefore, they must be made before Shabbat starts. Which we're going to deal with in detail in Masachet Eruvin. Uh, is a totally rabbinic institution because the isur of caring from one private area to another within a chaser is the rabbanan, and therefore that will allow during the nashmashot. And now here's an interesting kind of conundrum: if a person told two people, uh, uh, sorry, two different people said, "Go and make our eruv for us, independent eruvin." One of them, he made the Eruv for him before Shabbat started. The second one, he made the Eruv during Ben Hashmashot, during this Safek time. This is Eruv Chatserot, and we said Eruv Chatserot could be made during that time. And the one who made, who he made, for whom we made the Eruv when it was daytime, the Eruv got eaten up, Ben Hashmashot. And the other one, who we made the Eruv for during Menashmashot, the Eruv got eaten up at night. The Eruv works for both of them. 
Now, our challenge is either way. If Benesh Roshon is called daytime, then Batralik can come alone. Like the first guy shouldn't be good because his Erev got eaten up before nighttime. Benesh Roshon is already nighttime. Only the first guy should have an Erev. The second guy's Erev was made too late. The answer is Benesh Roshon's Fekahu. That time is a time of Safek. Since the entire institution is Durabanan, we deal with the Safek in a lenient manner each direction. Okay, Amorava. We're going back to part of the Mishnah about Hatmana, about bearing food under insulation. Why did the rabbi say that you cannot cover uh, food up with something, even if it does not add to the heat, it just insulates if it's already after dark? Why? That we're concerned that you're going to then boil up the pot. Right? Because it's not getting any hotter. So then we should make that gzera even ben not after dark, but even ben He said the default is that a pot is very hot and boiling at that point, and there's no concern at that point that you're going to heat it up. And there's a parallel gzera, you're not allowed to uh, cover up a pot with something that adds heat, even if it's before Shabbat. The answer is, The concern is that you may bury it in uh, ashes that have a live coal. So let it bury it there, who cares? The concern is you might stoke that coal. Okay, now let's talk about Ben HaShvashot. Ben HaShvashot, That time period is a safek of day and night. Safek kulo min it might all be day. It might all be night. So We put the chumr of both days. Whatever day it is, the chumr of both days on it. We'll see what that means. What is that time period? From sunset. And here we have the famous shita of the Balai Tosfot. That from sunset refers to a time that's roughly an hour after hour astronomic sunset. We'll just stick with the simple read. As long as the eastern sky is red. Okay, which of course is interesting because the eastern sky at time of sunset could be already fairly dark. We'll see what this means. If the horizon is silver, but the sky above is not yet silver, it's Benash Pashot. But once the upper side gets silvery or dark, and it's the same as the horizon. Zeulayla, that's nighttime. The very beautiful. That's what we do. a simple play thing, which is from the time of sunset, a half a meal's walk, which is nine minutes roughly, because we say that uh, parsa, which is four meal, is seventy-two minutes. So go from there. It's going to be one eighth of that half a meal is nine minutes. He says benesvashot occupies no time. It's a split second. Day leaves, night comes, and that's it. You can't pinpoint that moment. <clears throat> so now let's take a look at this. The first thing we said about is that it's a and we put the chumrah both days. For what's the application? As far as tumah goes, meaning a zav. If a Zav sees 
um, for two days, Ben Ashmashot, in other words, he saw uh, between, let's say, Sunday and Monday, and then he saw between Monday and Tuesday, so Safek L'Tumar L'Korban, because we may say now that he has had uh, two consecutive days of seeing, and he's Tameh, he may have even had three consecutive days, and he might be Chayab Korban. If he only saw, and by the way, he, he's only suffering the tumah because they might have all been on one day. If he saw, let's say between Sunday and Monday, because it may be one day, maybe two days. If he sees in one day, it's not tamay. Now, we have an inherent contradiction in this in Rabbi Yehuda Shita. We said that as long as the eastern sky is reddish, it's Ben Ashmashot. So, implying that once it's gone silver on the horizon, it's already night. And then the next line was that if the horizon is silver, but not above, then it's still Ben Ashmashot. So, he said, read it as one statement. Meaning, from the moment of sun of sunset, as long as the eastern sky is red or even goes silver, then it's Benash Pashot. Once the upper sky is the same color, then Lila. That's one solution. And that was Rabba's version of what Shmuel said via Rav Yudah. Rav Yosef had a different version. I'm Rav Yudah Shmuel. He said that from sunset, as long as it's reddish, it's still daytime. Once it goes silvery, only on the horizon, once it's all silvery, then it's Lila. Okay, which means that Rabbi has a much longer than Rav Yosef. And this is all the disagreement about how Shmuel resolved the problem in Rabbi Yehuda's definition. If Yosef and Rabbi are being consistent with their own positions, what's the shear? Again, three parts of a meal. So, what does that mean? You think it's three halves of a meal? So, say one and a half meal. You think three thirds? Name a meal. So, say a meal. Must be three quarters of a meal. Three quarters of a meal is going to be thirteen and a half minutes. Rav Yosef and Rav Yudah Shmuel. So again, Rav Yosef, same positions, same sequence. It's Shmuel being quoted by Rav Yehuda, and Rav Yosef and Rav disagree about what they say. Rav Yosef has a smaller Benesh Mashot. Shnechel Kemil, two parts of a meal. So my Shnechel Kemil, what does it mean? Ilam Atrei Pal Gemil, if you think it's two halves, lema meal, say a meal. El Atrei Rive Mil, you think it's two quarters, lema Chatsi Mil, so say a half a meal. Ella, tray tilt a meal. It must be two thirds. What's two thirds of a meal? Twelve minutes. My benayu. So what's the difference? Ike benayu paga dedanka. So the difference between them is a minute and a half. Thirteen and a half minutes versus twelve minutes, or basically one twelfth of a meal. The difference between two thirds and three quarters is clearly one twelfth. Okay. V'chilufa b'chalta. And by the way, Rav Yosef and Rabba's positions are reversed when it comes to a uh, a basket, a, a big basin. We'll see what that means. The Amaraba, Chalta Batre Kure Sharlitotule. You could carry a basin that could carry two core of uh, a volume. You're allowed to carry a clean no matter how big, but once it's too big to be called a clean, you can't carry it. 
If it has three, you can't carry it. You could carry one that could hold three, but but four is already too big. So you see here, of Yosef is expansive. So somebody wants to ask the Rabbah as a practical issue. He didn't even allow me. I asked him, and he said, uh, even one that was two, he didn't really allow me. So come on. These are big baskets. Even though they have bottoms and they could hold 40 sa'a of liquid, which is kuraim biyavesh, two kur, uh, of dry, tahorim. They're not a kli, it's tahor. Because to be makabal tuma, you have to be a kli. So you see that Rabba was, uh, in practice, was saying that even something that only holds two core is too big to be a cleat. Parenthetically, that the amount that you could heap on to a measure is a third more than would fit liquid. Liquid you can't heap on. So he saw that because the shear of, of two core is 40 sa'a. But 40 sa'a a two core is 60 sa'a, which means that in dry, you can actually pile more on and get 60 sa'a worth, one-third more uh, than in liquid. Okay. Abaye chazal rava dekodavi l'ma'arav. Abaye saw rava once on Friday, looking towards the west. So evidently it was a Friday, and he was trying to see if it's been Ashmashot or not. And Abaye said, wait a second, the Brita says... As long as the eastern sky is red, why are you looking to the west? Amr le misavar pre mizrach mamash. Abaya, you think that mizrach means east? Lo panim amedimato mizrach. It means the face that reddens the east, meaning the west. You're looking at sunset where the sun is setting. Ekada amri. The other version is just flipped because Rava chazla bari kovet in the mizrach. Yet Rava saw Abaya facing mizrach. Amr le misavar pre mizrach mamash. You think. Which means, either way, it's Rava who's correcting Abaye. Either Rava was looking west and Abaye challenged him, or Abaye was looking east and Rava corrected him. Okay, back in the brighter. He says the shear is half a meal. You want to know how long that is? Go to the top of the Carmel. You see the sun setting from there. Go down into the Mediterranean, go into the water and come out. That's how long it takes. If you want to see the famous well of Miriam, look up, go to the Carmel. You'll see like a sieve in the middle of the water. That's what it is. A moving spring is Tahor. Okay. Back to Ben Hashpashot. During the Ben Hashpashot of Rabbi Yehuda, Kohanim could go to the Mikvah. Remember, Kohanim have to go to the Mikvah during the day. If they're Tameh, it's the last day of Tumat. Liman, according to whom? Elam Rabbi Yehuda. Sveiko, how can they go to the Mikvah? According to Rabbi Yehuda, during Rabbi Yehuda's Ben Hashpashot, it might be nighttime. What it means is that during the Benashmashot of Rabbi Yehuda, according to Rabbi Yossi, Kohanim could go to the mikvah, because according to Rabbi Yossi, it's still daytime, because he said it's a split second. 
So Pshita, that's obvious. So Mauritema Ben Ashmashot Rabbi Yossi Meshach Shaykhim Rabbi Yehuda. I might think that Rabbi Yossi is Ben Ashmashot is at some point during Rabbi Yehuda's Ben Ashmashot. Kamash Malan, it teaches us to Shalim Ben Ashmashot Rabbi Yehuda. First, Rabbi Yehuda's Ben Ashmashot is over. Then Rabbi Yossi's moment is at that point. So anytime before, and according Rabbi Yossi is full day. We rule like Rabbi Yehuda, Linyan Shabbat, which means we stop Malacha, it's before sunset. And we rule like Rabbi Yossi, Linyan Truma, which means you have to wait until after Rabbi Yossi's Benesh Pashot is over to eat Truma if you were Tamei during that day. I went to the mikvah. What's that mean? Uh, if it's for tefillah, that's a safek, how could you rule that way? Elalachilat truma. What it means is, for the purpose of eating truma. That Kohanim cannot eat truma until the Benesh Pashot of Yossi is over. Go pause at this point, and we'll pick it up with the last podcast in this parak. In the meantime, everybody should have a wonderful day.